We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Four oh six on a Saturday here at News Talk, 830-WCCO. We're going to go outdoors. What a lovely day in the outdoors. Steve Carney coming up momentarily, and uh, as soon as we get Steve, uh, we're going to be excited to talk because he bagged a nice buck in the woods with his bow and arrow, so we'll get into all of that. Right now, let's just jump into a quick college football scoreboard while we have a moment. Uh, Some of these games getting late. Some games have gone final around the area, and let's start in the MIAC uh, with some games. St. John's had a huge early lead, 40-0 to zero in the second quarter. They go on to beat St. Scholastica today, 81-0 in the MIAC. It was Concordia beating Augsburg, 44-21. Gustavus wins on the road at Carlton, 24-9. Bethel beats St. Olaf, 35-14. And under the lights, Hamlin taking on McAllister. That's a good rivalry game there. Out of the Northern Sun, we have a number of finals. Bemidji State beats Southwest Minnesota State 48-14. It was Sioux Falls winning a wild one in Mankato over Minnesota State 45-35. We should get a game report on that one. Northern State wins at MSU Moorhead 33-27. UMD wins on the road at Minot State. After a slow start, Bulldogs win 34-21. In overtime, Upper Iowa upsets Wayne State 42-41. In the fourth, Augustana all over Wayne State or Winona State 38-14 in Sioux Falls. And Mary leading Concordia St. Paul 35-10 late in the third quarter there. That that is the latest start game of the day in the Northern Sun. Over in the WIAC, don't see any finals on the board. Uh, All eight teams in action today, four games in the WIAC. Oh, we do have a final. Lacrosse wins at Stevens Point now, 56-3. The other games, Platteville at River Falls. Uh, River Falls having a nice year. Eau Claire at uh, number three ranked DW Whitewater. And then the 2 o'clock start with Oshkosh in Menominee to play Stout. So there you go. Uh, quick update. Uh, haven't been able to reach Steve Carney uh, yet, uh, but uh, hopefully we'll be we'll we'll see if we can get Steve Carney on the line and our weekly outdoors segment. A couple other notes out of the uh, MIAC today: some champions were crowned. 
St. Olaf won the MIAC Women's Cross Country title today in Northfield uh, for the 10th time ever and the first time since 2010. Uh, the Oles are the Women's Cross Country champs of the MIAC. The Oles placed four runners in the top 10 at uh, today's conference championship meet in Northfield. And uh, the Carlton Knights won their fourth consecutive MIAC men's cross-country title on the campus of St. Olaf College. And uh, the Knights placed four runners in the top ten to win the team titles. So congrats uh, to the Oles on the women's side and the Knights on the men's side at the MIAC cross-country meet. And one week from today, St. Olaf will be uh, the host of the state boys and girls cross-country meets. And that, that's always a great event. Looks like the weather's going to be ideal for the runners in that event down in Northfield. Let's jump over to the Big Ten right now. And a huge game in the Big Ten today. Number eight, Michigan State beat number six, Michigan, 37 to 33 today. Kenneth Walker the third, 23 carries, 197 yards, and five touchdowns today. Sparty unbeaten, 8-0, 5-0 in the Big Ten East. Michigan falls to 7-1 overall, 4-1 in the Big Ten. And let's jump over to the res to the Big Ten scoreboard. Another great rivalry game, Iowa at Wisconsin. Of course, Iowa fell at home to Purdue. The bubble burst, and uh, they didn't have a very good day at Camp Randall. Wisconsin rolls over number nine, Iowa, 27-7. Uh, the Badgers bouncing back after a terrible start to their season. Now 5-3 and three overall, 3-2 three and two in the Big Ten West. Iowa falls to 6-2, and 3-2 and, two, three and two in the Big Ten West. And that means for the moment, Minnesota is your leader in the Big Ten West. And uh, speaking of Minnesota, they lead Northwestern in Evanston 20-7 at the half. Nebraska leading Purdue 17-14 at the half in Lincoln. Other finals, Rutgers wins at Illinois 20-14. Maryland outscores Indiana 38-35 at College Park. And then tonight, a big one in the Big Ten East. Number 20, Penn State, now with two losses on the season. Play at number 5, Ohio State. The Buckeyes 6-1, 4-0 in the Big Ten East, and at the moment they're tied with Michigan State for the lead there. Other games in the top 25 on this college football Saturday, and of course we'll have scores and game reports throughout the afternoon. Number 22, Iowa State, trailing at West Virginia, 38-31, midway through the fourth. Of the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, number one Georgia all over Florida in Jacksonville, 24-0 at the half, and uh, that game on CBS, that's the SEC game of the week. Number four, Oklahoma all over Texas Tech, 28-7 in Norman. Uh, the Sooners are unbeaten. Number seven, Oregon leading Colorado, 31-14 to at the half in Eugene. Number 13, Wake Forest all over Duke, 28-0. That game late second quarter. Uh, here's some finals. Number two, Cincinnati. Beat Tulane 31-12. to Still not all in on the Bearcats. They, they just don't play the schedule of these other conferences. So they are number two. They are unbeaten. I'm not buying it yet. Uh, it was number 16, Baylor beating Texas 31-24. to 
Miami beat number 17 Pittsburgh in the Steel City, 38-34 coming up tonight. Number 10 Ole Miss, number 18 Auburn, number 12 Kentucky visiting Mississippi State. Uh, Number 15 Oklahoma State hosts Kansas. They are 29-point favorites to beat the Jayhawks. Number 19 SMU travels to Houston under the lights tonight. We already mentioned Penn State, Ohio State. North Carolina at number 11, Notre Dame. Um, I'm a Tar Heel fan for a day. Uh, Virginia at number 25, BYU. And then late, Fresno State at number 21, San Diego State. So you're up to date on what's going on in college football at the moment. We'll take a break and come back with more here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Game four of the World Series tonight, Atlanta. Phenomenal pitching in game three. They went at home 2-0 last night, go up two games to one. Uh, Zach Greinke will get the call uh, for Houston as they try and even the series back up. Uh, there, there There were some experts that were saying, this has got seven games written all over it because these teams are so even and look so good in the league championship series. So, Zach Cranky, 11-6, ERA just over four. Dylan Lee will get the start for the Braves, the left-hander tonight. That'll get started at 7.09 our time at Truist Park in Atlanta. Uh, So, once again, uh, Braves used great pitching last night. No hitter into the eighth. And Eddie Rosario continues to play well. I, I saw a couple of stats in the telecast last night at Eddie. Hitting over 400 in the postseason. He's just been terrific. Twins didn't need him. Ends up in Cleveland. And then he gets moved over to Atlanta. And now is a postseason hero for the Braves. Two games, up two games to one in uh, the World Series. And coming up as we move through the afternoon, some game reports. And from around the area, all the games in the MIEC have gone final. And we look forward to bringing you that. And, And we apologize uh, we weren't able to track down Steve Carney. And he had sent me a text and some <laughs> amazing photos. Uh, he, he is an avid bow hunter and talks about that uh, a great deal. And he sent me a text uh, Thursday, got a big buck. And I was looking forward to hearing that story. Uh, with his bow and arrow, the firearms deer season coming up. But um, I, I live vicariously in the outdoors through Steve Carney, and I was hoping to hear from him today. So if he is available, we'll, we'll pop him on the air uh, here momentarily. Let's jump back to high school football for a moment. Look at uh, some of the other scores that, it, that have popped in uh, today around the state of Minnesota. And once again, we brought you some of the, the big ones, some of the metro area teams that are in action today. And Becker, the number one team in 4A, playing out of Section 8, beat St. Cloud Apollo 51-7. to uh, One of the top teams, Andover, in 5A, playing out of Section 7, beat Cambridge Isani 56-21. to Another good team out of 5A is Section 6. Park Center beat Buffalo 28-20. to Rogers down Monticello in Section 6, 5A, 14-8. to it was uh, SMB beating Benilde St. Margaret's Section 5, Class 4A. SMB wins it 10-3. Columbia Heights advanced beating Chisago Lakes in 
Section 4, 4A, 22 to 20. Uh, Fridley in Section 4, 4A beat Como Park 37 to 6. Uh, Simley beat Academy Forest. That is Section 3, Class 4A, 61 to 12. Uh, down in 4A, Section 1, Kaz and Manorville beat Winona 45 to 14. Uh, also in Section 1, 4A, it was uh, Byron upsetting Stewartville 22 to 21 at Stewartville. Uh, one of the powerhouses this year in 5A football on his Section 3, St. Thomas Academy beat Apple Valley 49-0. Look out for the cadets. Man, Kato West, by the way, uh, the number one in 5A at the end of the regular season. Uh, in Section 7, 5A, Elk River beat Duluth East 54-37. to It looks like Elk River and Andover are on a collision course in Section 7, 5A. And in 4A, Section 3, Hill Murray beats South St. Paul 15-12. to uh, Those scores courtesy of uh, MN Football Hub, uh, and that, that is the service of the Star Tribune. ton of games tonight around uh, the state of Minnesota as well, and uh, we're, we're certainly getting good news on that front because the weather is cooperating a great deal. And... As we promised, we're, we're going to get a ton of game reports as we move through the afternoon. MIAC, Northern Sun, WIAC, all the uh, MIAC games have gone final this afternoon. I want to bring in Jonathan Lowe. And uh, Jonathan Lowe is uh, popped in on this college football final Saturday today. And, Jonathan, I don't know how much of a chance y- you got to watch this game, but I had it on most of the day here in the studio. And we talked about it on Friday night when you were in. I was in for Henry Lake on Lake Night. You were sitting in for Chris Tubbs in the producer's chair. And one of the big games in the Big Ten today, Michigan at Michigan State. And the Spartans roar back, win at home in East Lansing today. They remain unbeaten. But what a day. Uh, What a day. For their running back, Kenneth Walker III, 23 carries, 197 yards, five touchdowns today. Book it. He's the player of the day in college football. Absolutely. There's uh, no question about it in my mind. And this was the first chance. I never really watched him because he's a transfer from Wake Forest. I never really got a chance to watch him play a lot and so, or really play at all. Oh, he and was so terrific. This, this was the first time I got to watch him and. That brother has moves. My goodness. I mean, if you're talking about Madden football, you're hitting the B button, you're hitting the X button, you hit, you know, the speed button with the A button, just A, 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 just all the way down the field. I I am excited to see what this kid can do on the next level because against a really stout, really good defense, he ended up getting – some big runs, some big chunk plays, and became an important factor. And that's why people are still talking about him as a potential in the Heisman race, a potential for, I believe, the Doak Walker Award, just all these high awards. You saw it today. That that guy was fantastic. Oh, it it was a great performance. Um, One of the performances of the year in a gigantic game. You know, that rivalry alone with, with what is on the line right now in the Big Ten East 
It, it was absolutely incredible. And Michigan State in the third quarter was in huge trouble. They you know, were. They, 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 they roared back behind him and took over the game. They made some big plays on defense. Michigan had some opportunities, but that that is a phenomenal individual performance in a monster game. That That's as good as it gets. And I do want to credit Michigan State's defense as well because Michigan – was going up and down the field in the first half, uh, got some opportune, uh, more opportunities, like you said, with some turnovers. There was a play, and it ended up being a big play, where uh, the quarterback for Michigan State was sacked around the two-yard line, and the ball came out. And Michigan covered it up for the touchdown. Well, they went and reviewed it. I, I was going back and forth. I, was, I think I was washing some dishes. And I came back and looked, and I said, wait a minute. They didn't give him the touchdown. Apparently, the shin for the Spartan quarterback was down before the ball came out. And they overturned that call. And that ended up being big because Michigan got the ball back on a punt, but they were only able to get a field goal right before the half. And so that four points turned out to be – pretty large in the scheme of things because that was the difference in the game. That was the difference on the scoreboard. Yeah, huge performance. Another game we talked about last night was the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, the annual Georgia-Florida game. All Georgia, no surprise in this one, Jonathan. I mean, Georgia's just a step above everybody, particularly a team like Florida – and uh, they're showing it so far in this game. They're dominating at the half, 24-0. Like I said last night, Georgia is stomping on fools. Their defense is just stomping on fools. Um, Florida is a competent offense, if not a good offense. And they can't do anything against Georgia. They have nothing on the scoreboard. Looking at the, the, the statistical leaders for Florida at this time, their passing leader is their young quarterback, uh, I believe, Anthony Richardson. He's only got 79 yards passing. Their leading receiver has 27 yards receiving, and their leading rusher has, I'm sorry, their leading uh, receiver has 23 yards receiving. Their leading rusher has 27 yards rushing. That's, that's not <laughs> a, 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 a formula for success, as we like to say, when you're trying to play these type of games and trying to look at the offense right now, Florida has 147 total yards of offense as they are at the half. Not terrible, but again, you're not getting into position to score much really. So I I don't see any way that Florida comes back in this game. Georgia's defense has just been absolutely smothering people this entire year, this entire season. That Georgia defense and some other people. I'm, I'm going to see if I can calculate in a little bit the uh, average points per that defense against that defense. This has got to be somewhere in like the 10 to 11 points per game range. Yeah, it, it is ridiculous how dominant they've been. And uh, once again, a team that has it all in front of them, they, they can completely control their own destiny in the SEC right now. I still have a feeling, though, before all is said and done, Alabama will have a say in this. Well, even sure. though they got beat by A and M. Well, the game that will probably be the the factor, especially when it comes to the Western Division, is going to be 
what it usually is, the Iron Bowl. is going to yeah. be the Iron Bowl. It's going to be Alabama and Auburn, and if Auburn can pull off a stunner, then Alabama's going to be out of the playoff picture, number one, but does that open the door for the winner tonight between Auburn and Ole Miss to yeah, go to the exactly SEC right. championship game? And, and I may tune into that. Uh, Ole Miss, Auburn tonight, uh, that is in Alabama, and that is a 6 o'clock start tonight. And then, of course, there is the other big one in the Big Ten, Penn State and Ohio State. And and Ohio State, and the fact that it is in Columbus, all of a sudden Penn State, you know, they're in huge trouble, and their their season is collapsing rapidly. And it all goes back to what they had in front of them in Iowa City. Their quarterback goes down with an injury. They get beat by Iowa. Now Iowa's completely falling apart. We, we talked about the home loss to Purdue birds the bubble, and then they get blown out at Wisconsin by a very average Badgers team this year. Yeah, they, uh, the, the offense for Iowa has completely disappeared. You wouldn't – maybe that happens in a game against Wisconsin. You know that that team is built on defense. You didn't expect them to only score – the Hawkeyes to only score seven against Purdue. So now you go into the last two games after this big emotional win over Penn State, this big comeback win over Penn State, and you have seven points in each of the next two games, 14 overall. So now, and I saw late in the game, they went to their backup quarterback. Spencer Petras was either benched or was injured, but he wasn't in the game late. And so where do you go from here if you're Kirk Ferentz? And now this opens the door for Goldie Gopher trying, yeah, to, trying, he, to, get in, trying to get in through the back door. After losing to Bowling Green, and I'm not going to quit reminding people about that, to, to come back, good win on the road over Purdue, and not, now have have a great opportunity to extend this Big Ten winning streak is just absolutely extraordinary because after you lose to Bowling Green, fold the tents. Lo- losing to Bowling that should not happen under any circumstances, and it did. And now, after today, they're in great shape to be the leader in the Big Ten West and control their own destiny. They have a dreadful Illinois team coming in. Uh, they go to Iowa City. They go to Indiana. And then they have Wisconsin with Paul Bunyan's axe on the line. So they have trophy games and rivalry games. But it's all in front of them. It, it is amazing. After the loss to Bowling Green, uh, to be where they're at is incredible. You, you take- never know what happens in cultures. Well, by the way, that Georgia defense uh, going into today's game, 6.57 points per game. That's pretty good. Yeah. If Florida scores a touchdown, it will be a negative on that defense today. One touchdown. Yeah. That That's incredible. Uh, final out of the Pioneer Football League, St. Thomas beats Marist on a lovely day in St. Paul, 27-7. It is 431. We'll come back. Uh, game reports. We'll have another rundown of the scoreboard. The MIAC, the Northern Sun, the WIAC. Jonathan Lowe keeping an eye on the Big Ten and the Top 25. It is all on the way here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. College football final underway. Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lowe, our producer, Kerry Clatt. Game reports coming up. From around the area, the uh, uh, MIAC, the Northern Sun, and the WIAC. We'll get to the scores momentarily. Jonathan Lowe keeping an eye on the Big Ten and the Top 25. A game of the day is so far. Michigan State beats Michigan today. They remain unbeaten. 
so uh, Spartans over the Wolverines, great rivalry game. Iowa Falls at Wisconsin. Minnesota leading at Northwestern. Jonathan Lowell will get into all of that. All right, let's get over to the MIAC today. Number five, St. John's rolls over St. Scholastica, 81-0. Johnny's in quarter number two were up 40 to nothing. And uh, a lot of folks played that game today. St. John's over MIAC newcomer St. Scholastica today. 81-0 the final there. Concordia wins at home, beating visiting Augsburg 44-21 today. Gustavus downs Carlton in Northfield 24-9. And another one of those weeks where there's two games in Northfield today. Bethel winning on the road at St. Olaf 35-14. One under the lights tonight. Hamlin will be at McAllister. Now to the Northern Sun. Some huge games up north. Bemidji State. Continues their great season, beating Southwest Minnesota State 48-14. to Hopefully we'll have a chance to visit with Kevin Reed about that victory for the Beavers. Augustana beat Winona State 38-20. to Sioux Falls wins on the road at Minnesota State. Uh, the final there, 45-35. Good win uh, for the Cougars as they bounce back. Not a playoff team, but a uh, good win. And for the second week in a row, the Mavericks lose at home. Northern State beats MSU Moorhead 33-27. UMD a winner at Minot State 34-21. And in overtime, Upper Iowa pulls out a win over Wayne State 42-41. Let's get over to the WIAC. It was UW Lacrosse beating Stevens Point 56-3. Lacrosse keeps their playoff hopes alive. It was River Falls beating Platteville 31-28 at home. River Falls having a really nice season. Eau Claire at Whitewater today. And uh, Whitewater wins it 48-6. to They led it 28-0 at the half. And uh, in the other game of the day, they're late in the fourth quarter. Oshkosh and Stout in Menominee tied at 27. And as I mentioned uh, before the break, St. Thomas wins at home in the Pioneer League, beating Marist. 28 to 7. And uh, we're, we're going to keep an eye on the Big Ten and the top 25 scoreboard as we move through the day. And uh, right now, let's let's try and get outdoors real quick before we get over to that Big Ten and top 25 scoreboard and bring in Steve Carney. Steve, how you been? Uh, great, Steve. Had a little bit of a uh, vehicle breakdown today. That's why I'm a little late. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no worries. So uh, hopefully everything's okay. Yep, it's fine. It's uh, just got a little bit of a delay with the weather moving in. and But, yeah, everything's cool. Uh, things are happening in the outdoors. There's no ducks. Uh, it's kind of a disaster duck-wise this year. But uh, put a nice buck down a couple days ago, and the walleyes are biting. It's uh, still good. Yeah, I saw the photos of the big buck you took with the bow and arrow. Uh, tell us more of the story. Uh, how did that happen? Love these well, stories. It was just, you know, there's a lot of luck involved in bow hunting, and I just did a lot of rattling uh, the other night and drew, drew him in, and he was coming into a big scrape, and probably my personal best buck. It was just uh, a monster, and it was uh, very gratifying. And, you know, I put my time in, and I haven't seen a deer in three weeks. It's been kind of a slow go, but, boy, they're moving now. The rut's kicking in. Uh, if you have a chance to get in the stand in the next 10 days, it's going to be the best 10 days of the season. Uh, they're really moving during the day. So 
this is prime time, and I'm just very happy to kind of get it done before the gun season starts next Saturday, you know, and everything will change, obviously, but it was uh, very gratifying, and uh, it was just a beautiful night. I was just, just very happy, very happy. Yeah, you looked happy in those photos. I saw a couple of them. It is a big buck. Uh, you you got to wait. Uh, how many points? Uh, he was 10 points. It's going to be probably about a 190 on a scale. Um, it's a Pope and Young for sure. But, you know, it's all about being on really good property. I have a landowner that's very gracious. And to have a property like that is uh, it's just a wonderful thing. So I, I, my hat's off to him because, you know, his property is manicured for deer. And I'm lucky enough to be able to hunt it. So it was just very gratifying. And, and there's even bigger bucks on this property. So it's... Uh, it just, you know, it's just hard to explain. It's like, you know, being in the best walleye fishery in the world. It's just, uh, you know, very, very lucky to be, you know, in that position. Uh, Steve, a couple other items. I, I've heard good reports about uh, the pheasant hunt here in Minnesota. What are you hearing? You know, it's okay. It's I wouldn't say it's a banner year by any means, but the participation rate of people in the field is amazing. Um, even though with the ammunition shortage and everything, they're still out there doing it. So the best pheasant hunting is going to be coming up in the next two to three weeks anyway. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. I, I don't think the numbers are quite, you know, what we'd like them to be, even in the Dakotas. So um, I spent a day in, in South Dakota this week scouting for ducks, and I never saw one duck in 500 miles, and I'm a little bit depressed about that. Um, and I don't know if we're going to have a migration or a push or anything, but I think the uh, uh, the duck reproduction was very much down, and, you know, the numbers just aren't there. So we'll find out as this weather moves in this week and things change, and we'll see what comes down. But, you know, looking forward to it, I hope we have a really good finish. We've got another three, four weeks left in the season, and hopefully something good will happen. All right, and uh, Steve, one other thing I wanted to bring up, and, and you've raved about uh, the fall bite. Does that continue? Oh, it's really good right now, Steve. It's These fish are up shallow and 8 to 12 feet of water. They're aggressive, and they're biting during the day, and this is the this is what we live for. We live for this fall bite that kicks in, and, you know, November is, if you can handle the water in 40, 50 degrees, and you can take it, and you're dressed for it, you really want to be on the water, and you know, a lot of the lakes, they're pulling in the docks right now. All the cabin people are gone. But the, the best fishing right now is, is right now, and it's uh, it's phenomenal and very easy going. So I'm uh, very impressed with that. And, you know, we got 30s coming in this week, which I think is going to change things a little bit. But um, it's really good right now. It's, it's, it's just excellent, and it's about time. It was a very tough August, and September wasn't very good, but it's really going now. All right, Steve, always good to visit with you. Congrats on that buck. Beauty. Hey, thanks, Steve. Sorry about being a little late, but oh. we'll uh, get back on track next week. No, it's all good. Uh, I'm glad you're okay. Steve Carney, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. Uh, has been joining us on the weekends for years. 4.43, let's jump into that scoreboard, get you up to date on the Big Ten and the Top 25. And Jonathan Lowe is here to do the honors. Jonathan, what do you got? Well, Steve, Halloween is tomorrow, so you got all the yes. ghouls, you got all the goblins, you got all the witches, you got all the yes. all the 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 ghoulish things out there, and it was ghoulish important day across the landscape because it was just another late 
October, Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. As we get it rolling with a huge day in the Big Ten, we start in Evanston, Illinois, where uh, all of a sudden Goldie Gophers looking great, not just good, great, to possibly go on top of the Western Division in the Big Ten. I, I can't even believe I'm saying that right now, especially, Steve, after you said that loss to Bowling Green. Uh, right now, they are leading at Northwestern. The Golden Gophers are 20-7. to It's midway through the third quarter, and the Gophers just got the ball back after a defensive stand. They will be on offense uh, after a short timeout. In Lincoln, the other Western Division uh, matchup right now, looking at midway through the third quarter, Nebraska trying to get to 4-5 and five on the season. They are on top of Purdue, 17-14 Purdue. After that win at Iowa, what happened? They lose to Wisconsin. They're down at Nebraska. It doesn't seem like anyone can keep some consistency in the Big Ten West this season. In the Big Ten East, Maryland finally got a win. They lost three in a row, finally got off the schneid. They win at home against Indiana, 38-35. to Number nine, Iowa. Steve and I talked about it earlier on. After that win over Penn State, the offense has fallen flat. They scored seven a couple of weeks ago against Purdue in a loss. They scored seven today at Camp Randall against Wisconsin. The Badgers not only beat Iowa 27-7, they end Iowa's streak of teams not scoring uh, more than 24 points against them. That streak, that ceiling of 24 was cracked today, and the Badgers did it. Congratulations to Bucky Badger. They get to 5-3. and three. Iowa falls to 6-2, and two, lost two in a row after, again, that win over Penn State. The big game of the day was in East Lansing, Michigan. We talked about it. Michigan State had to show up, and they showed up well in the fourth quarter. Number six, Michigan had a 16-point lead. They give it away, and Michigan State behind Kenneth Walker III, 23 rushes, 197 yards, and five mm. touchdowns. That's a five for uh, not just subway people. Uh, five, five, four at foot long anytime. Yeah, five touchdowns for you today from Kenneth Walker. 37-33 the final. Michigan State 8-0 on the season. Michigan falls to 7-1. We head to the top 25 scoreboard. Number seven, Oregon. They are at home and cruising against Colorado midway through the third. 37-14 is the score. Number four, Oklahoma, doing even better at home against Texas Tech. The Sooners up 31-7 midway through the third. Midway through the third in Jacksonville at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. You know, some people still call it that. Steve and I still call it that. I, that that's what it is. Why, why change a great name? That's true. I agree. I completely agree. And number one, Georgia is having the time of their life. They may be having some cocktails after this game. 24 nothing. they lead the Gators midway through the third. And again, not even allowing seven points a game this season as a Georgia defense. Unbelievable. At the half, number 13, Wake Forest. They're looking good to get to 8-0 on the season. They lead Duke 28 to nothing. Finals from earlier today, number two, Cincinnati. They struggled on the road in New Orleans, but they get a win over Tulane 31-12, to and that gets them to 8-0 on the season. The Bearcats will continue to stay undefeated going into that first rankings, the college football rankings, on Tuesday. Number 17, Pitt had a back and forth with Miami. They were up, they were down, and it ends up being a loss for the Panthers. The Hurricanes win 38-34 at Heinz Field. 
Number 16, Baylor was down double digits to Texas. Texas continues to lose double digit leads. The Longhorns fall today as the Bears continue their rise in the Big 12. 31 24 the final. Baylor is now 7 uh, 1 on the season. We talked last night about the Gophers and don't go for it up. I should have said the same thing to my alum, to my school of uh, my alma mater. That's what I mean to say, my alma mater. The Cyclones cycloned it up today. They get back in the top 25, and just minutes ago, they fall at West Virginia 38-31. The 22nd-ranked Cyclones now 5-3 and three on the season. They were going in for the tying score midway through the fourth quarter, and Brees Hall, their all-everything running back, fumbled from the two. West Virginia gets it back. Iowa State has a last-ditch effort, can't get it. They lose by seven. They will fall back out of the top 25 Coming up right. later this evening, number 15, Oklahoma State will be at home taking on Kansas. Number 10, Ole Miss. Number 18, Auburn will be taking it to the Plains uh, in Auburn this evening. Number 19, SMU, they'll be on the road. This actually could be the game of the night. They're on the road at Houston, 7-0 and SMU, 6-1 and Houston. That's a pretty sneaky big game. Number 12, Kentucky will be on the road at Mississippi State. Number 5, Ohio State in the other Big Ten East game of the night will be hosting number 20, Penn State. Number 11, Notre Dame, will be hosting North Carolina. Number 25, BYU, against Virginia in Provo. Another good game, both teams 6-2. and two. Number 21, San Diego State, trying to get to 8-0 on the year. They take on 6-2, and two, Fresno State. And earlier this week, number 24, Coastal Carolina, they get to 7-1 and one on the season. They outlast Troy. The final 35-28. to 28. Quickly to FCS, Steve mentioned the win for St. Thomas today. North Dakota in the Missouri Valley, they are up 28-7 to seven early in the fourth quarter in Springfield. North Dakota State, they just keep winning, man. They are going to cruise to victory today. They're up late in the third over Indiana State at the Fargo Dome. 37 nothing is the score. Number, uh, Northern Iowa taking on Southern Illinois at the uh, Unidome in Cedar Falls. Late first quarter, it's uh, the Panthers and the Salukis tied at three. South Dakota State earlier today, they win over Youngstown State 47 to 16, get to six and two on the season. So, a lot of big matchups, a lot of sneaky big matchups you're not really expecting today. Late October, it's uh, pretty fantastic in the college football landscape, Steve. All right, Jonathan Lowe, very good. Uh, so some big games, some great performances, and uh, more game reports. And l- let's get one in right now. Uh, or let's take a quick break. We'll go to Howard Thompson. Upper Iowa knocks off Wayne State in the Northern Sun. We'll run down the Northern Sun scoreboard and uh, squeeze in some more game reports before the news and weather at 5 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. College football final at News Talk, A3O-WCCO. And uh, quite a game in the Northern Sun. Wayne State at Upper Iowa today. Howard Thompson joins us on the line. And, Howard, it goes to overtime. Peacocks, get it done. Yeah, Kyle Doman came up with a huge extra point block in the first overtime period. Uh, Pandemonium broke out here in Fayette as Upper Iowa picked up their first win of the season. Uh, over Wayne State, 42-41, behind 345 yards and four touchdowns from freshman quarterback Marcus Orr. Senior wide receiver DJ Sweller had 199 yards and two touchdowns. And running back Deshaun Phillips 
came in 97 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, a big day overall. The Peacocks won the turnover battle four to one. Uh, in in addition, also had a punt for Wayne State uh, dropped, and that set up Upper Iowa's first touchdown. So uh, a, a senior day for uh, celebrations here in Fayette. Oh, that's outstanding, Howard. Thanks for the report and a big win for Upper Iowa. And that that's something the, the fans are going to remember for a long time. Thank you. There he is, Howard Thompson from Upper Iowa. As they get the win over Wayne State, 42-41. Wayne State had a great season going. They get beat by Augustana at home, and they've fallen on hard times. A team that's really playing well up north in the northern sun, Bemidji State. They rolled today. Kevin Reed, uh, former producer, play-by-play man now uh, for the Beavers. And, uh, Kev, they're playing great football. And, yes, they are, Steve. They came out today. Unlike the last three games, their offense was really clicking early. They scored touchdowns on their first four drives of the games, did the Beavers. Uh, they led 27-7 to at the half and never looked back. Brandon Alt, six more touchdown passes today. He has the single-season record for Bemidji State. He's now at 34 for the season, and he's got two games left to play. Uh, Malik Williams, the wide receiver who catches everything thrown his direction, had one touchdown. He needs one more touchdown to tie the single-season record, and if he catches two more touchdown passes, he will have the record for a single season for receptions. Uh, Mikhail Harn also had a rushing touchdown today, and the Beavers never looked back in their 48-14 to win over Southwest Minnesota State. Yeah, and uh, Kev, uh, Bemidji State in good shape uh, to get to the D2 playoffs. Well, yeah, they are, but they have one more big hurdle, and that is next Saturday in Aberdeen as they travel to play the Northern State Wolves, who are also 7-2. and two. Uh, these, This is an elimination game for these two. You don't want to get to three losses if you expect to make the playoffs. So it should be a great game next weekend uh, at the new stadium in Aberdeen. So it'll be fun to see that as well. All right, Kev, always good to visit with you. Safe travels. Thank you, Steve. All right, there he is, Kevin Reed, uh, Bemidji State, beats Southwest Minnesota State 48-14. He spoke in Northern State, big game in Aberdeen next week for the Beavers. They win at MSU Moorhead 33-27. We hope to get a game report on that one. Augustana beat Winona State at home today 38-20. We'll keep our fingers crossed that uh, we'll, we'll get a gamer on that one as well. Uh, UMD wins at Minot State 34-21. to Mary all over Concordia, St. Paul, and Bismarck. That one just went final, 42-17, Mary. And Sioux Falls wins at Minnesota State. Uh, we, we hope to get an update on that one as well before we say goodbye. Uh, and don't forget, we're done at 6. We have the Timberwolves and Nuggets tonight, pregame 7.30, Tip just after 8 o'clock, Cal Soderquist hands it off to Alan Horton for all the play-by-play. Out of the MIAC, number 5, St. John's rolls over St. Scholastica, 81-0 at Clemens Stadium in Collegeville. Concordia beat Augsburg 44-21. Gustavus wins at Carlton 24-9. Bethel beats St. Olaf 35-14. Hamlin at McAllister under the lights tonight in St. Paul. We'll have the news and uh, the weather. And another hour of college football final coming up right here on News Talk, E3OWCCO.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.